You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. And who's to say where we'll be tomorrow? Well, my heart says no, but my mind says it's so. That we it's nine o'clock it on the dot. I do believe that Dick and Skippy have set a world record for starting at nine o'clock on the dot. Good morning. It's morning to Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. All right, all right. He's Dick. I'm Skippy. Welcome back. It is uh, Wednesday. I just want to let our fans know, our live fans who are listening right now, uh, we have, I believe, Monday and Tuesday's podcasts are up. And uh, there you go. If you're you're interested in hearing from John, the financial planner from Centurion. Did I say it right? Centurion? Centurion. Centurion. Wealth Advisors. Wealth Advisors Uh here in downtown Conroe. You can uh, download the podcast on Google Play and iTunes. You know what's funny is I uh, stumbled across a article and a thread of people complaining about the little feud between Amazon and Google, and I didn't realize how long it's gone on for. Because really? the reason this, the reason I found it, was because Amazon announced that they're dropping YouTube from its Alexa, Fire Sticks, all that stuff. Really? Yes. Wow. And I was like, huh. I mean, I guess everyone's gotten so used to like YouTube being YouTube and available mm-hmm. that no one really thinks of like, oh, if I have an I, an Apple TV or something, I, I don't have access to certain things. And uh, I watch everything through my web browser, so I really don't ever have that problem. So uh, I feel sorry for those who are buying into the uh, whole Apple you know, devices or well, Amazon is, devices or it's funny because everyone's everyone's going on and on about net neutrality, but this is the absence of net neutrality in in work. It's Amazon has Amazon Video. They have Amazon Video Prime. They have their own video service that they're trying to make viable. Now they will never be YouTube, much like MySpace will never be well, Facebook. But I, yeah, I mean, I think it's also the it's funny because the history of YouTube it never made money. The history, like, you know, when they bought it, when Google Mm -hmm. bought it, they didn't really know how to monetize it and all that kind of stuff. Now they finally got into the groove of monetizing it. And now it's a platform for creators and anyone could be a YouTube star. I mean, whatever. Original programming, just like Netflix and everything else. And just to let you know, I'm getting a whiff that the YouTube is the the creators are disbanding YouTube. Disbanding. Yeah, they're leaving YouTube. Now they just don't know where to go. Oh, so, they're they're leaving. They're not going to close up YouTube.com. No, well, the the creators are. The creators are looking for an alternative platform to put their their stuff on. Because there are some people out there, folks, believe it or not, that make millions of dollars living at home making YouTube videos. There's yes. a select few, but there's still enough to where someone bought a seven million dollar house over in LA because he makes stupid YouTube videos. And uh, but what's happening, and I've I'm, I've been learning, I've been following this for about a year, is there was a big scandal in YouTube through the advertisers and the content that YouTube was playing. 
And advertisers felt that they needed to have more control where they put their ads on what kind of content. So YouTube rebranded the back end and said, what kind of content is this advertising going to be played on? So, for example, if we're on YouTube and we say Donald Trump or we say terrorist or we say, you know, these words, we get branded something. Like mm -hmm. we get branded like a number. And then that number either says, oh, Coca-Cola didn't want that number branded. So he, we can't play Coca-Cola ads on our on our videos. And so if you get the idea of what I'm saying, yeah. like everyone has certain numbers on depending on what the topic is and what are tagged. Well, the problem is now is Google left it up to the computer to determine this. So everybody's videos are getting branded. So a lot of these creators who have millions of followers, their videos aren't appearing to their followers and they're not getting their ad revenue. And so what's happening in the who are making a living off of this now aren't making a living off of it. And they're trying to figure out and to, to ask Google, why is this happening to my video? Uh, I found one that was really funny. This guy made a time lapse of a game called Star Citizen. Star Citizen is one of these online games that has millions of people playing. And they put real money into like the spaceships and stuff. He made a time lapse video with no dialogue. It's just – it's kind of like Space Odyssey. 2001, the opening credits. Okay. That's like exactly what it is. It's really great graphics to show, displaying the graphics of the game. And they got, it got banned. It got flagged. All these things about, you know, inappropriate content and all this kind of stuff. And guys like, I didn't even say anything. And it wasn't even a copyright claim. So a lot of people are now seeing Google what they're doing. And uh, people are trying to figure out what to do. Interesting. Well, that's the problem when you have the ability to any member of the public to say, oh, I'm, I'm going to flag this for uh, inappropriate content because you are at the whims of – and that's just well, public. That, now you, that have was, this, you have this inside well, track. Well, last week YouTube announced to counter this, they're hiring people. Instead of the computer doing it, they're having real people do it. Do you know what we should do? So you're having real people determine if your content is appropriate or not. You know what we should do? Similar to how the IRS deemed that if you're a conservative, you weren't allowed to Exactly. Access. Well, I think we can get our own revenge on, on YouTube. Pick some really gnarly videos like Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up and flag it as it's got nudity in it, which means that people, these people are going to have to watch the well, whole thing over and over. I mean, no, like that's what was happening for a long time is they, they had, still haven't figured out how to – communicate between a creator and also uh, a copyright claim. So what was happening like three, three, two or three years ago is I could go on there and I didn't like Sean. I don't like Sean and his content. So I'm going to, every time he flags a video or uploads a video, I'm going to flag it, say I own it. Mm -hmm. It's like almost like a patent troll. Mm -hmm. You know, like you just keep sending this stuff to them and eventually they con the system to where they get the revenue. And Google doesn't even have like a, a intermediate person. It's like, oh, he he claimed it enough; it's his. And like revenue was being diverted to these patent people, and they didn't even own it. And they like, but they for like two weeks, you know, or for a week, or how long the open investigation was happening, he was getting the revenue. Wow. So yeah, I mean, like, and some of these <laughs> people, like how it usually works, from what I understand, it's like every thousand views a video gets on YouTube. If I create it and I own it, I get like either I either get a dollar. Or like some small amount. So if you're getting millions of views per, you know, per per upload, some people are uploading one to two videos a week. Mm -hmm. You can imagine how much money you can make a month. Dick, I just need the one. You know, a couple of weeks ago, you had these grandparents in the car and they were lip syncing to uh, Uptown Funk, and it yeah. got like you know 50 million views already. 
And so, you know, if they're getting a buck for every thousand, that's what, uh, that's what, $5 million right there for, I, so I told Mrs. Skippy, it's like, I don't care what we do. We're coming up with something cute and we're going to put on, on YouTube as this, you know, two grandparents. Would you know there's a dark side of YouTube now? Like at recent, this is the, the this kind of snowball. This is on the dark web. Oh, no, this is, this is creepy. This is one of the creepiest things I've seen on YouTube and all, people are, disco- are discovering it. If you have a computer in front of you and you're not driving, look up the term. I, I'm going to try to pronounce this. It's the character from, from, uh, Frozen. Alessa? Lisa? Elsa. Elsa. So mm-hmm. it's Alessa, uh, Elsa, Elsa Gate. Look up Elsa Gate. Kind of like Watergate. It's okay. Elsa Gate. Okay. So apparently these weirdos were putting up videos on YouTube and it's and it's deemed for kids, but it's, I'll show it to you at the break. It's okay. weird. And, uh, and it was becoming a huge issue because so many people were re-uploading them and kids were able to find them so easily. And it's either kind of like I don't know how to describe it. It's a creepy enough to where if you found your kid watching it and you pay attention, you're like, "This isn't." It looks appropriate because it's cartoons or it's like a 1930s Walt Disney cartoon. You look at them now, you go, "Ooh, ooh this is." <laughs> well, like some of it, like it, w- one theory, and this will creep. This is this is will creep you out. There's another side to it. It's cartoons, and then it's like people making soft. I don't know. I don't want to say it without being really gross. Like imagine softcore erotica. Erot- uh, yeah, it's it's kind of weird how to just look it up. Okay, because <laughs> YouTube didn't know how to stop it. Because basically, this network we don't know who it is, but it's like a network of people who keep re-uploading these videos, and they're able to con the the computer system and add YouTube, and kids are finding this stuff. Because <laughs> I, I don't know if you know, uh, like, what's your youngest child? He's like, I think 14, right? She's 15. 15. Uh-huh. So today, an eight-year-old, five-year-old has a tablet, and now they have YouTube kids. And so like restricts, you know, but they're still finding this stuff. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it's becoming a real issue. And uh, and I'm, and YouTube now is becoming a property that might be going down slowly. And because creators are leaving it and they're running into these issues with advertisers. Advertisers don't want to advertise on these things. And uh, <laughs> it's just really interesting. So uh, – it's funny how that free market flows. That that is that's funny. Um, yeah. So Elsa Gate. I will be you and I will be checking this out during our music break, which I'm sure is coming you, up. You know what I uh, the statistic I was when John was here. I was talking about the NYU professor. I'll find his name today. That we talked about yesterday, but he said that one of the most remarkable things that people don't realize is are the statistics in favor of Google, Apple, and Amazon compared to the same numbers. 50, 70 years ago with big newspapers. Mm-hmm. So, for example, 62% of households in the United States have Amazon Prime and consume Amazon Prime material. Now, if you use that number and compare it to, like, the New York Times or USA Today subscription fees, it's, like, a, oh, yeah. a giant <laughs> a difference. Print will never die, but much like the NFL, the last thing they needed, they were already on the downswing with the whole uh, – concussion issue and spoiled brat millionaire athlete issue and the kneeling issue just just did not help matters at all same thing with the print media it was already on the downswing but these uh things coming to light about the media flat out you know trying to control the news story instead of just reporting it it's not helping them there will be a rebound i believe and there will always be print newspaper uh some way shape or form well they said uh they're saying that's what's starting with the purchase of the Washington Post by Amazon. Mm-hmm. Amazon purchased the Washington Post. So you think like a total integration where Amazon will actually maintain the print? 
Well, it, it, they're part of the flow because that's a different market and different consumer, and they're trying to spread. And if you imagine like a tentacle kind of thing, and they're, right. there's the hive mind at the top, and it has they're trying to bleed into everything, especially with if you look at the history of the Washington Post before and after the purchase, look at how much negativity Amazon's gotten on it through the Washington Post and how much control these news organizations have on using their credibility because they've been around for so long and they're kind of dictating what they want to publish. Because you can certainly tell which publications lean politically, but then you can also tell which publications are owned by, you know, kind of like when Hearst owned everything. And right. what, what people were reading and what they were forced to read without even knowing they're being forced to read this stuff because they didn't know they had another choice or something like that. Exactly. And much like in several instances today, Hearst controlled the story. I mean, if you just, uh, you know, whether or not you're for or against, you know, the legalization of marijuana, know that hemp was the reasoning behind the, the hemp trade, yeah, with the the use the, hemp the, was gonna, the textile the textile trade of hemp. Exactly. And Hearst, knowing that it would kill his logging industry monopoly uh it had his newspapers just hemp equals marijuana well, you equals could do a cannibals. really cool history since the industrial revolution and then you watch when that started and then you kind of observe the media in between that and now and you can definitely see who see who paid the money like the sugar industry and things like that this these other big companies are spending a lot of money to tell you oh it, you know sugar's not the bad thing it's cholesterol you know, now now studies are seeing that cholesterol isn't as bad for you as it was first, so, like basically described in school to kids. Like eggs are good. Oh, and, dude, I'm twice your age, and I'm telling you, over the decades, it's been, you know, when we were growing up, eat 50 eggs a day. They can't, you know, eggs are awesome. Cholesterol is good, and then somewhere cholesterol was bad, and then cholesterol. There's good and bad cholesterol, and they can't make up their mind. But sugar has never been awful for you. Well, now, now there's a thing that they say sugar causes cancer. I'm, I'm, uh, so uh, that's the thing. Every time someone says, I'm boycotting so-and-so because they, you know, I'm going to boycott Hobby Lobby because they're, you know, promote religion or whatever. Yeah. You know, you know. Um, I laugh. It's like if you if you go on that trend of boycotting because there's a part of their history that you don't like, you're going to be very hungry, very naked. <laughs> Very unsheltered and yeah, very not uh, able to go boycotting anywhere. Boycotting so hard today. What? Boycotting so hard today. You know, you can't really boycott something without you. Know. Oh, that's it's like Lent. It's like giving up freebase and cocaine for Lent. Okay, that's the cheap way out. You got to give up something that matters. Yeah. I wonder what in history were the ones that like really gave up on and then people moved forward. What do you think? You think tobacco? Well, see, I remember the year I gave up ca caffeine for Lent. The next year I gave up Lent. Lent. There you go. And never again. The power of a bean. <laughs> All right, folks. We're going to take a quick sponsored break. Thanks for joining us this morning. We're on Facebook, MW Lone Star. And also, you can call in, leave a message at our message line, 936 647 3776. We're kind of flying solo today, no guests. So, we're going to be all over the place between now and 11 a.m. Uh, we're going to say a quick. Thank you to our sponsors Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine cleansweepofficecleaning.com and then of course Conroe Coffee they make the coffee that Conroe loves to drink visit conroecoffee.com for more information we'll be right back Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002 
offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. And hanging out in the studio downtown Conroe, folks. Hope you're staying dry. Yeah, uh, what is up with the weather today? I mean, yeah, I know, right? I'm enjoying it. It's winter right now. It's 45 degrees. Talk to me about this global warming thing again. I think it's whatever's not the other thing. What people are telling you? <laughs> it's ironic global warming. Well, no, what they should call it is just like you're, you know, it, it's not, oh, it's, how do you say it without cursing? You know, it's just kind of like <laughs> the weather just screws you over. <laughs> so whatever it's going to be, you're not going to like it. <laughs> but especially, I love it when uh, the weather here changes drastically because Houston does not know how to respond compared to like somewhere northeast where they, that's like part of life. It's yeah, in, they it's, get 18 feet of snow. I mean, it's there in their calluses. Yeah. That's, what, that's how great it is. Right now, though, it's 45 degrees outside. And just to give you a heads up for rain, it's going to be raining pretty much all day till tomorrow morning. And then they're even expecting some rain uh, tomorrow throughout the day. Some rain, not as much rain. As long as it doesn't flood, I am all about the rain. I will blame yeah. it on the rain because rain raindrops keep falling on my head. I feel like that was like three song titles. Here comes the rain again, Dick. That's four. Yeah. Skippy is on it today. Uh, what do we got going around town? Yeah, I want to kind of do a quick uh, promotion because that's what we do our community radio station. We have several things going on. Uh, probably the two biggest ones happening this week and three biggest things. Uh, I don't know if the Woodlands is doing something, but this is Montgomery's and Conroe's big weekend to do a Christmas celebration. Mm -hmm. So if you're in the Conroe downtown area where the big tree is over there at Heritage Place, I believe they're doing something really fun for all the family between like, I think it's, I probably should look it up. Uh, I think it's between like 11 and 5 p.m. Okay. And there's going to be like, they're going to have real snow there. At, oh, you were talking about that. And yeah, it's like real snow, 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 not detergent flakes. Train rides, snow. all that kind of stuff right there at Heritage Place. And then at 1 p.m., the Kiwanis are doing their parade. Mm -hmm. And then if you're looking for a free turkey and you happen to be a family in need and also a veteran, shoot on down to the Conroe Outlets at 9-ish a.m. Uh, Veterans Air, who was on yesterday talking about this event that the American Legion's putting on, 
Uh, it's going to be called Heroes Holidays Harvest. Uh, it's a free community service event. Uh, like I said, at the outlets at Conroe, uh, starting at around 9, they're going to be giving away frozen turkeys. I watched some uh, deep-frying frozen turkey videos yesterday. There's going to be live <laughs> music, veteran gift card giveaway, visits from Santa, free drinks, all that kind of stuff. It's all happening tomorrow, nine a- uh, not tomorrow, uh, Saturday, 9 a.m. Free drinks? We are there, my friend. Yeah, the coffee and, you know, that kind of stuff. Okay, not, we'll not still alcohol. show up. Sorry. Uh, but that's happening there. It's going to be It's brought to you by the Post 411 Legion. American, American Legion. Legion. Awesome. So Those you, guys rock. If you want more information on that, uh, you can visit them online at heroesholidayharvest.com. That's heroesholidayharvest.com. Uh, and then I know Montgomery is doing their annual Christmas in downtown. I think that starts really early in the morning, like 9 or something like that. But, you know, just look it up. This weekend, I, I believe, and I'll have to look it up myself, I think it's the Tomball Christmas Parade. So, I mean, just the whole area is, is kind of doing their thing. Uh, Tomball really... They're kind of like Old Town Spring. They got that old American. Well, that's when you them. know you're in a small town because right. they know everyone's leaving. So it's like we got to get all this Christmas stuff done early. So <laughs> when, it, I, when it happens like the first week of Christmas, no one's going to be here. But, uh, but yeah, if you're looking for something fun to do, you can find all that stuff. Cityconroe.org has more information about the Conroe celebration. I think it's Experience Downtown Montgomery. I think that's the website for them. Okay. And then, uh, and then we also have that Heroes Harvest thing going on right so. and woodlands does have some things happening you know at market street at uh restaurant row and hughes landing no one knows hey we got we got at least two people in the woodlands listen to the show so we no, got to shout them out but uh, yeah if you go to woodlandsonline.com or even woodlandsevents.com uh, you'll get all kinds of good information on that okay cool what about news headlines anything like exciting happening news headlines happening so- here in the world or just in general well just uh, you know in general um well the time magazine named the person of the year and it is hold on let me do the it's the silence breakers the silence breakers so it's the basically the men and women who've came forward to point fingers at sexual harassers i like that that that's a decent one um i do know that after trump did the whole uh oh they asked me for a while, what happened was uh, Time put out kind of, oh, here's our short list, and they were all, like, anti-Trumpers or Trump enemies or something. So they were just trying to get a dig back going. We we, we never called you. <laughs> so uh, I, I like that one. That's a decent well, one. I, I think, would you would you say if you're Donald Trump, you record all your conversations? Well, as president, all conversations are recorded anyways. But well, I know, but I mean, like, I, I, imagine, I imagine him being such a big wig. That he would release the phone call, and it's like, hey, this is Chad from the Time Magazine. We want to speak to you about— I believe that everything that our current president tweets, you have his perspective and you have the truth, and everything is somewhere somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere in the middle. Somewhere what in are the, those people? Ugh. Like, there could have been some time, you know, mail clerk lackey who was trying to be tough. Oh, yeah, we're going to—they're you know, we're, talking about making you, and Trump will, in his head— Promote that to, you know, Time Magazine CEO called me himself. Uh, so uh, speaking of President Trump, though, this is one that there could be some uh, some fallout on this one, maybe a little bit more literal. Uh, he is going to name Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. What's it right now, according to him? Like, the United well, States. according to the world, it's well, according to the United States. According, to, it's not the capital of Israel. What is no the capital. capital? There is no capital of Israel. Because uh, Jerusalem is so disputed 
between the Palestines and the, uh, and the, the Jews. I thought this was more about an embassy thing. Like he's moving the embassy. No, he's going to call Jerusalem the capital. Of so Israel. is that like a thing where he calls the map makers and goes, "Hey, we got to change the map." Is like, I'm trying to I'm trying to understand. <laughs> it's a diplomatic recognition. I was I was reading about that, mm -hmm. and apparently it's been going on for since the '60s. Well, yeah. Remember, Israel was only formed in the '40s as a nation. Well, like the Congress was supposed to supposed to recognize it or not recognize it, and every year for like. 30, 40 years, the president has postponed. Mm -hmm. And so when I was heard, I was like, this is really random. I feel like, who does his schedule? Because it's kind of like, oh, hey, by the way, this has been going on for about 100 years, but no one's really made a decision yet. It's up to you now. And of course, Donald Trump's going to be like, sure. Well, that's, no. the, that's the whole point. It's it's not exactly a, the buck stops here kind of situation, but it's like, what are you, what are your people sick of? Uh, you know, being the, the can being kicked down the road when it comes to budget, when it comes, comes to a lot of things, it seems like. Yeah. And so this president is going, you know what? No more. I'm going to name it. Now, it's going to cause a kerfuffle. Hamas, who's, you know, a terror group, a Palestinian terror group, is already saying they're, they're, they're promising a, a day of well, rage. They didn't, they didn't already do that? Oh, that's what, they do this anyways. This is, this kind of draws battle lines. Now, but this is what I love about him with the current president recognizing the Israelis that they have a capital. Basically, that means that they get dibs on the land, and that's the whole point. That's the whole point now, of that, the Middle East. That war. is, they get dibs because of us. Well, why would they get dibs? Is this because we were a strong ally? The implication, if because we're not the ones dictating it. No, but we are the most powerful nation in the world. And so, so when when America so says, say. yeah, well, when, well, at least in the top two. So when America says. This is the capital of Israel. It's not, you know, it's not official, but that diplomatic recognition of it will make is anyone it who's like, not. Is it kind of like recognizing Taiwan yes. as an independent? Yeah, the, the president may as well say that Taiwan is an independent nation from China. China would just go bonkers over Do you remember that West Wing episode? I remember that. I remember when that Charlie was... had to get the flag. I remember that. I episode. remember that. Yeah, the diplomatic thing because a flag got, because uh, the president was standing in front of a flag. I remember that one. And also uh, in the Tom Clancy novels about Jack Ryan when he becomes president, he accidentally s says there are two Chinas and causes this big dip diplomatic incident. So by Trump doing this, first off, the terrorists are upset. So when you tick off the terrorists, you know you've done something good. But uh, also it should shut pe some people up. I feel up. like that's just the norm, though. Like, you can't, can you really tick off them more than yesterday? <laughs> No, but this is actually kind of picking a fight with them. This is basically yeah. answering back going, okay, you know, do something about this. But here's the other aspect of this. Uh, particularly uh, Republicans are, you know, when it comes to Middle East policies, it's, oh, it's all about the oil. Saudi Arabia and Palestine yeah. and all these things. Well, this flies in the face of that because everybody who's not an Israeli Jew is going to be mad at Trump. Yeah. So oil is not the issue here. So it kind of shuts people up about... He's in the Middle East. Well, is there really, not a, doing is there really an end game with the conflict going on over there? I, I feel like it's not. Until oh, there, somebody, there will never be. Unfortunately, yeah. until someone says, "Listen, we're going to split Jerusalem right down the middle," and it's just because of two brothers, uh, Isaac and is Ishmael. that is that where it Isaac all started? And Ishmael, yes. Man, talk about getting a time machine. And that was that, that was that, issue. that was West Wing. Also, yeah. Their answer to nine uh, eleven was uh, that great episode where they actually break it down. What split off? Judaism leading to Christianity and uh, Islam. Awesome episode. So if you want a history lesson, I think it's on Netflix. Yeah. That's pretty interesting stuff. So right it'll be there. interesting how this turns out because this is a diplomatic, you know, brouhaha.
Yeah, I'm, well, I know. I've got popcorn and like for I said, this one. I think that's really what's awful is so many people are watching what's going on in Washington. It's almost like every day we should get an itinerary. And then there should be like a kind of like a backup of like, this is what it means. This is how, because I didn't know this has been going on for. That's what the media is supposed to be doing. And like, I didn't know that's what's been up to rule to decide by the United States for so long. That kind of bothered me a little bit because I was like, so you're telling me for 40, 50 years, this has been a decision that we need to be. Why do I don't know why it needs to be made. Don't really know. Besides being political. Like, who cares? As in, I mean, it's a like, nation without a capital. It, I mean, but, some, but why don't they just go different and they don't need one? Every land, every city is the capital. Aww. See, they could do that and then boom, no problem. I'm voting for Dick in 2020. But uh, but it kind of amazed me. That somebody, I mean, can you imagine that coming across your desk? Oh, yeah, you got to make the decision. The people have been putting this off. It's up to you. And of course... Donald Trump probably has a lot of those things coming across his desk. I want to see his whiteboard with, okay, who are we going to take? What are we going to do today? Well, I don't, even, I don't even know if he even has, like, he has, like, the historians next to him going, like, hey, here's some insight. Like, no, 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 don't worry about it. No, just do it. <laughs> like, that. I mean, like, we need to, you know, we need to do it or get off the pot, you know? Like, we just need, you know, this is. <laughs> <laughs> you were right. <laughs> You're listening to Mornings of Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com worldwide on the Lone Star Internet Radio app. And, of course, Conroe's FM 104.5-1061. It is 9.30. We're going to take a quick or a longer music break. Woo. If you got a song request, 936-647-3776. Leave a message. Let us know what you want to hear. Or just Facebook us at MW Lone Star. Today's show is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee. We'll be back. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Mornings with Lone Star. It is 940. The morning's just zipping along. We got like uh, chestnuts roasting on the open fire in the studio. You don't believe us? Pop on in. Pay us a visit. See what's going on. And then pop in next door to Conroe Coffee. Making the most delicious coffee in Conroe. 
See, I'm not as professional as Dick on that one. I liked your tagline a lot better for them. Yeah. But the, the, they're okay. Conroe Coffee, their coffee definitely does not suck. And Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Clean your office with Clean Sweep Office. Conroe work. Coffee. It definitely goes all the way through. <laughs> you don't buy a cup. You just rent it for an hour or so. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. I haven't gotten an infection in weeks. <laughs> yeah, right? the, the staff infection has gone away. But uh, so we were talking earlier about um, the the time person of the year. And yes. you saying it's the, not the whistleblowers, the silence breakers. Silence breakers. Yeah. And uh, off the air, Dick and I were talking and Dick, you say, you know, this kind of concerns you a little bit or you have well, issues with it. It, it kind of, it's the, the whole movement kind of disturbs me because we've, when we talk about this on Morning's Lone Star, we always mention that there's, there's a process that we as Americans, you know, uh, innocent until proven guilty and what's happening with this movement, it's all getting washed into one. So, for example, uh, this week, John Oliver uh, went against in a public QA against Dustin Hoffman and confronted him about his uh, accuser. And long story short, the he says to Hoffman, if you can't if if you've given no evidence to show it didn't happen, there was a period of time for a while when you were a creeper around women. And so basically saying, if you can't prove you didn't do it, you could have done it kind of thing. And that kind of thought in any type of accusing standpoint, it gets in everyone nowhere. And it doesn't help the, the accuser prove they're been, they've been accused and then help the, the person who they're accusing. And it just kind of stinks because it sounds like, you know, tough luck, we're still going to blame you for it. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I was listening to a report on the Lewinsky scandal that's still going on. And Lewinsky actually tweeted about it going, shouldn't it be the Clinton scandal? Yes. You, you know, there's no other scandal in the universe where the, quote, victim. And, yeah, she she sought him out, and it was two consenting adults, and I get that. But he was the most powerful man in the world, and he was married. And and he lied about it uh, in the Oval Office. And so, on the stand. And on the stand, right? And to the American people. So... To call it the scandal named after the victim, for lack of a better word, never been done before. And that's, I think that's part of the whole we must lionize the Clinton uh, legacy, the, the empire or whatever. I'm trying not to sound, uh, you know, talk. Well, it's really hard. Well, it's really hard to get get what I'm trying, what we're trying to say without sounding like we're against it. And it's it's one of the greatest things that happened in 2017 with people being outed. But if you look at everyone's uh, like you know the follow through, I always like the follow through, the follow up. And you look like at the, look at the big accusers like the Weinstein's and the Kevin Spaceys. They clearly knew they're in the wrong, and they the decisions they made after being accused like shown that showed that. And would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And but then there's other people who've been accused who are like, no, I I never did anything, and I never, you know, like those kind of things. I do miss the days of presumption of innocence and due process. Yeah, and there's a court of popular appeal, a uh, uh, popular opinion has just become the norm, and kind of I don't want to say it scares me, but it's something that it's going to backlash. It's like uh, yesterday we were talking um, with, with, with John, the uh, financial advisor, and we're talking about the market tends to correct itself if you let it. And I think same thing with this. This will correct itself, not, not the problem of, of primarily men being pigs, but the, the handling of it and the dispensation of it. Uh, 
Because right now, it's just all you have to do is, and we've talked about this, just say, uh, allude to, oh, something happened, and that person's destroyed, and then it comes up, well, what did they do? Well, they asked me out. What? Yeah, they asked me out, and, you know, that just offended me. Well, that's not sexual assault. And uh, we were talking yesterday about well, Melanie Martinez, the, the girl, little 15-year-old girl on the, uh, the Voice who, you know, obviously is older now, and she has a former paramour female named Andrew. We're still trying to work on the, the family. I thought it was Timothy. Them. Timothy, Timothy. That's what it was. Yeah, female named Timothy. Maybe a boy named Sue. But um, Well, I, I wish there was more law involved because it would be great to see someone be accused and then taken to the court. Because that way there is a, like an unbiased, hopefully an unbiased room that delegates this instead of just going to Time Magazine or going to people and say, yeah, this is what happened 20 years ago. Deal with it. Agreed. Absolutely. But yeah, it's one of those things, you know, uh, switching topics, Russia has been kicked out of the 2018 Russia Winter Olympics. Can you believe that? What? what? Yeah. The but IOC for, for bans the, them the, again. Because they got banned for the Summer Olympics, right? I honestly can't remember. I was just the only story that I was was big on in, in the Summer Olympics was how bad Rio was. You know, like because uh, I actually know uh, the Woodlands has a resident who's a uh, Olympic gold medalist diver, and she's actually trying to mount a comeback. Awesome gal. But we were talking, and and she she was uh, a reporter there this time, uh, and she said you literally could not see the once you hit the water, you disappeared. It was so disgusting, and people were afraid to dive into it. And yeah, the the parking and the graft and and the the the, the facilities falling apart before they'd even been built. It was a uh, that that was what I remember. But yeah, so uh, the, apparently uh, yesterday a report came out that the uh, the doping fiasco in Russia has continued and they haven't cleaned up, so they deemed they're out of the 2018 Winter Olympics. Also, um, all the way, huh? Yes. And what's funny is I think this is going to be the snowball effect where other countries are going to be found out because the same people who research the Russia people are saying almost 50% they bet USA athletes are doping too. Well, that's the thing. Once this door is open, Russia is going to respond. You, you know, let's get everybody under the the microscope. And uh, this could be next on the list, you know, the, the well, Olympics. It makes me want to watch this thing I've been reading about called Icarus. 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 A-C-A-R-U-S. Icarus, right? Icarus. Uh, basically, it's uh, a story about the Russia's biggest whistleblower, the guy who started this thing against Russia about the doping thing. And uh, he's now living here in the United States under witness protection. Wow. So, uh, well, they got Snowden, so I guess it's an equal trade. Yeah, yeah, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, we, we we can keep it just like that for a while too. But I, I, what's funny to me is like you know the history rivalry between the United States and Russia. Now this is where we are with the Olympics. Even though the Olympics doesn't play as much as it's a political uh, tug of war, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe it will with Jerusalem being having the new capital, but. Uh, well, there, that could be a fallout, actually, you know, for the Olympics. Some people may pull out from, from the Olympics and protest o over that. Who knows? I remember I was a kid, so in the 70s or 80s, when Russia was banned from the Olympics, or they boycotted the Olympics or something. And I remember just America just, like, cleaned up all the medals at that point. 
they didn't even need to just have the events. They just gave the medals to the Americans right away. So it'll be interesting because, yeah, the, obviously the Russians are going to say, hey, let's, let, you're doping. Uh, I mean, you're, you're testing us, test them over there. And there'll be some significant house cleaning going on. Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, more in the news as we approach it this year's uh, Winter Olympics. I know the Winter Olympics I always enjoy because of hockey, but hockey is uh, having issues with the NHL. With you were getting, mentioning yeah, that the other they're, day, they're having problems putting players. The NHL doesn't want their players to go because they're tired of being interrupted during the season and uh, losing all their star players. So the hockey might not be so hot this year. So it'd be actually kind of interesting to see if it's collegiate level. So I'm, I'm interested in seeing hmm. that. That's. Uh, the difference between you and I, Dick, uh, you know, Winter Olympics, your favorite thing is hockey, a bunch of sweaty men. My Winter Olympics, you know, thing has always well, been the figure skating. I like the biathlons. Biathlons are good, too, but figure skating has always been my favorite. Just, you know, those, those ladies, and, you, you know, call me piggy if you want, but, you, you know, they're graceful, and, they're, and they have awesome costumes, and they bend a lot. So I, I'll, I'll definitely tune into figure skating. And watch, um, if you haven't seen it yet, watch The Cutting Edge, the best Olympic ice, ice skating movie ever. Let me should look this up. Oh yeah, DB Sweeney, Moira Kelly, uh, 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 Tim. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, because he he's, he's a, a hockey wa- player. He's a hockey player. He gets injured, so he has to team up with this, and it's basically it's taming of the shrew on ice. She's a real witchy woman, and he has to partner up with her, and they fall in real love. Witchy woman. We witchy gotta take a, we gotta take a quick break, folks. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. Do you think uh, the Winter Olympics can be fun? Oh, they're never boring. Yeah, but NBC. <laughs> You think they'll be sending Matt Lauer over yeah, there to cover it? No, Bob Costa. The guy. I mean, I really wish it was Bob Costa. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to take a quick, quick sponsor break. We'll be back here on Morning's Lone Star. Stick around. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe, at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Welcome back. That was a short break right there. Mornings Lone Star, your morning radio show. It's 9.51 right now, folks. You know, just to give a little more information about this Russia doping thing, uh, what's interesting, um, the more and more you read about it, apparently not all the not all the Russian members were found doping. So 25 Russian athletes were found and they found guilty and they've been banned for life. 
Wow. And but the rest just said no. Well, so what the IOC apparently has done, they said Russia, the, the, the country Russia cannot participate. So the options for those who are not guilty, they can join as an individual and have no representation. And there's like a special team for that, right? It's or, not necessarily a team. It's just or, like they can't wear the Russian uniform, uh-huh. if that makes sense. Uh, and yeah, so cool. they fly under a false flag as what was the uh, the flag of the OAR or something like yeah. that, which is the the kind of the, the subgroup of those who just don't have enough for a full team. Uh, so what do you think of the Jamaican bobsled team's chances this year? Yes, no, maybe. I like how that's still riding. You know, people still pay attention to the Jamaican bobsled team. That well, that probably be going on for another fifty years, and then when all those people who like that movie die. It's uh, no one really cares anymore. Are they even going to be in it? I don't even know. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they will. Uh, that's. I mean, that's like right up there. Not only was the real life story one for the books, but the movie was well done too. Cool Runnings. If you haven't seen it, it's another great. We should talk about like great Olympics style movies. Cool Runnings, Cutting Edge, uh, was a miracle. Was that the one about yeah. the, the hockey team? Um, so some really good Olympics movies. Uh, did I mention the Cutting Edge? They, do, they should do. Was it called? Uh, it's like the scuffling, shuffling. Shuffleboard. No, yeah, it's the one they do. Oh, the curling. The, the curling. Yeah, the curl. Oh, imagine that. I'm surprised there's not like a Will Ferrell movie about that. Oh, there will be you know, like like Blades of Glory. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I really am surprised. You think that would be like one of the funniest things? I, I just think, thinking about it, so you have a professional Olympics-level guy who's a curler, professional curler, and he, his job is to take the little brush, you know, mm-hmm. when they do the big shuttlecock down the down the alley, and they got a brush in front of it. Can I mean, you imagine like applying for a home loan no, or you, American you, Express card, you know, occupation? Professional curler you using already, brush. You already have the intro where the man finds his passion. He is a janitor at you know, some small shop. There's some, we're making he, a movie, aren't he's we? He's like 14, 13 years old, and like the the local. Uh, You'll be pushing a broom your whole life. You know, he had the local <laughs> general store. You know, Mister Grubs, real uh-huh. nice guy. He goes, I'm going to give this guy a job because he needs to pay for his mom's pills or something. Her dialysis. And I, yes, yes. And he We're said, going for Hallmark. It's he, dialysis. And he does something where, like, if you brush the fastest, you'll get paid more or something, you know, something silly. And so he just starts learning how to use that little brush. We were so making that movie, Dick. Yeah. We're going to call him Mr. Grubbs. And he takes, what happens is, is after first couple weeks of working this job, he takes a different way home and he stumbles upon a curling event, you know, the underground. And then he goes, what is this? What sport is this? No, even, even better. He, uh, you know, snowing really bad and the roads are messed up. And so he takes out his brush and he's, you know, brushing the snow out of the way. And he comes across this van that's filled with the curling team. And they're, they've been stuck because they don't have a, the, the brush man. And he rescues them like, hey, kid, we're going to give you a chance. And, no, and then... This is how he meets his girl. So he's at a party, you know, meeting and greeting people, and someone op- accidentally opens up the utility closet of the home, and the broom falls out. Okay, so the broom falls out, and he's like, oh, let me get this for you. And he sees that some of the brush thistles are loose and the tying and all this kind of stuff. And uh, when he looks up, he sees the girl whose house it is. She's like, oh, that's just my old broom my grandmother gave me. It's been in our family for generations. But it hasn't worked in 30 but, years. Yeah, but it's, it's just falling apart. And he just goes, you know what? I can help you. 
And then he's sitting there at the party doing his little thing, fixing the broom. He's like, I got some extra thistle in my car. And, you know, and he goes to his car and he's got all different types of thistles. And uh, But we need to have the dark moment where he questions everything. And so we can go into the montage scene with him threading the, the, the bristles into the brush, you know, playing some kind of survivor song from the 80s. What would be great about the movie is somehow we, you get the professional curlers to write, like to supervise. And we just put way too much information about curling in it. And people are like, I never wanted to know what kind of thistles are in the brush. Never want to know what the handle was made out of. Oh, this is three millimeter. We haven't done it. What are we going to do? We haven't gone less than four millimeter. Oh, he cheated. He put aluminum thistles so he's shaving some of the ice. Sprayed hairspray on it to thicken the the bristles. Oh, my gosh. We're going to be making this movie. Uh, Mr. Grubb. Coming to a cinema I bet you could do it on Hallmark Channel. We are so going Hallmark with this. Hey, do me a favor for the the next issue. What would you call it? Mr. Grubb's. No, because it's from the perspective of the old man. It's like Mr. Miyagi. Uh, no, see, no, Mr. Grubbs is in the beginning. He dies, and that's why he gets called home, because he he got wind of the Mr. Grubbs passed away, and that's when he's sad. It's kind of like you know when Gordon Bombay front the guy died. What was his name? What, what, House. Yeah, you um, know they're talking about the the shop owner. Yeah, um, uh, I've totally dropped. Dro- I know who you're All talking right. about. How about if we make it a Hallmark Christmas movie, we could call it Under the Thistle Toe. Bristle, Under the Bristle Toe, Under the Bristle Toe. We'll work on it. Because is it a love story or is it about a man's accomplishment of chasing his dream? I think we need a bit of, for, for both sides. Man, for Hallmark, can, we got to pump up the... You know, the I've, already, I've already shot the intense scene when they do the final and the brushing sound is really hitting people's ears it's like i think we need to get mario lopez on this maybe he's the uh you know the the former bristle guy who had the accent he can't bristle anymore so he takes the young kid under his wing to show him well there was a move we did back in 82 but it's dangerous i'm gonna do it coach and hey do me a favor so the next issue when you come up on thursday for the next episode of tickets tub talk to the other guys like this movie's already out there and see how how long, how far you can take it. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm, Hey, I, did you see the bristle on, on Hallmark? I'm channel, look, the Christmas they, bristle? Do they wear helmets at all? Let's see. No, I don't know. I don't think it's that hardcore. <laughs> oh, this is great, man. Especially we, when they do the eyeline thing. Like, can you imagine the, the gracefulness of that scene? Like where, where he's going back and forth with the curler and he's like, one, one, yeah, and, one. You, and you hear the voice of Mr. Grubbs to oh, your yeah. left. Close your eyes and feel Feel it. Yeah, the little Obi-Wan moment there. Or we could go kind of scientific where he's he's down there doing that and you see floating text above him, all the uh, mathematical equations and and so he comes up to the right one. We are so making this movie. So uh, listeners, let us know what this movie should be called. Jennifer Jones, 5 and 0 at Olympic curling trials despite the tricky ice. I'm telling you, there's a whole world. There's a we world that know. we need to tap into, my we young friend. No, <laughs> well, it's uh, 9:59. Hope you enjoyed the under the thistle talk bristle, over here. Bristle, under the under bristle. bristle. But uh, we got to take a music break here on mornings with Lone Star. <laughs> we're brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Clean. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. CleanSweepOfficeCleaning.com. And then, of course, Conroe Coffee. They make the coffee that Conroe loves to drink. Mm-hmm. Visit ConroeCoffee.com. We're like, in. we're doing a quick music break, and we'll be back shortly. Wham, bam, shang-a-lang, and a sha-la-la-la. 
Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936 266 7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Welcome back, Mornings with Lone Star. Hope you enjoy those tunes. Hanging out in this dry studio. Dick is jamming. We need to get the, the camera on Dick. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I was doing all those Earth, Wind, and Fire dance moves to Boogie Wonderland. I remember those moves yeah. from the video. Yeah. Disco's dead, but I'm still dying. That's well, good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I'm proud, I'm proud to embrace my disco let's, uh Let's do some weather for some folks. It's cold. It's cold outside, folks. 44 degrees outside. It's going to be uh, raining pretty much all day today. I'm sorry to say. Till tomorrow, going through Thursday. The high today is going to be 45. Man, that sucks. And then the low is going to be 39. Sucks? I think it rocks. I, you know, we're layers, obviously, people. But Well, why can't we have California weather here? Because <laughs> with California weather comes California people. And I lived in California, in California as a kid. Dreaming. In California dreaming? In California girls? Where have you not lived as a kid? Iowa. Well, that's one place. Brazil. Wouldn't mind, I wouldn't but, mind getting Brazil. Welcome back, folks. We're hanging out in the studio. We talked a little bit about, if you're just joining us, about uh, Russia getting banned and the 2018 the Olympics. Olympics. And uh, that's a big deal. That's a big country, a big competitor, too, for the United States. Well, yeah, they are. I mean, they're Especially are in the weather side of things. <laughs> well, they truly shine in the Winter Olympics because, you know, 98% of the country is ice locked. Just send them over to Siberia. And they cheat. I'm shocked, shocked to hear that cheating has been going on in these Olympics. Yeah. Because, you know, so, well, as, as we pointed out earlier, chances are the Ruskies are going to be saying, hey, look at Yankee Doodle over there and give him the same test. So we may have a somewhat truncated Olympic uh, festival. Be interesting to see, you know, what would happen? That'd be another movie. Let's say like the entire U.S. squad. You don't want to like kill them all, but like, let's say they're all stuck somewhere where they can't. You know, they have to call it the B-team, as it were. So yeah. it's like one of those, like, replacements, you know, those movies where you get the the, the, uh, the wannabes uh, and the has-beens. Well, I'm just surprised that, as, like, a body, you can just suspend everybody from Russia. I feel I feel like you suspend the individual, and then you run the same tests on the replacements. Because Unless, see, that I guess the issue is, if it's state-sponsored, 
that's the main issue. Well, that's the thing. You don't enter the Olympic team as an individual. You join the team. Yes. So. Well, I mean, like the United States, is it team sponsored or is it state? Is it state sponsored or is it individually like U.S. Olympic? The committee. rowing team, the curling team, pays its way. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing about uh, Olympians. You know, uh, they have to get sponsors to get you know the plane tickets, stuff like that. So, uh, well, I mean, like as, as a ruling body, we look at these countries who are participating in our event. It's really strange to me to ban the entire country because you're talking enough to where if you wanted to participate as a Russian, you had to participate as an OAR citizen, which is just like basically it's you're not part of a country, but you can still play. As because the country represents the team. Well, they won't get the medal. If I got the gold medal as an OAR participant, Russia wouldn't get the medal. I but would. I wouldn't. That's all that matters. It's all about me at that moment. What? Hey, Mother Russia. Ha ha. Well, no, I'm just saying like that kind of, I feel like the B team should be allowed to come in and you do the same testing. I'm telling you, we, we, we get the, one of those movies where it's the, you know, the never wars and the has-beens and you know, just like the replacements for the bad news bears. And they come in and, and the first like week of the Olympics, they get their butt stomped, but then they have the, the bonding moment in the bar. And then they have the montage scene. And then they like sweep the rest of the Olympics. I'm telling you, man, we need to quit radio and just start, you know, writing these movies. We we'll be set up for life. Well, I am kind of surprised there isn't some type of Hallmark style production when the Summer Olympics and the Winter Olympics come around. Like you make like six movies that has to do with some sport and it's some Olympic themed. Well, the problem with completely made up. The Olympics are very the Olympic IOC. They very zealously and jealously guard their, their 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 trademark, their copyright. In fact, uh, in a uh, 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 a a TV show or movie, you can't actually call them the Olympics. You have to call them the Winter Games or the Summer Games. Uh, same thing like the Super Bowl. You know, if you're refer referencing the Super Bowl in a movie or TV show, it's got to be the big game. Or if you're doing a commercial, it's the big game with the, the names of the cities playing. You can't name the team names or call it the Super Bowl unless you pay the trademark fee. It's the same thing with the Olympics. You can't use the logo, I mean, the interlocking rings. You can't call them the Olympics. And yeah, it's kind of funky about that. So that's probably why there aren't more movies like that uh, that are Olympics-based because every time you have the the rings in the background or the logo or something, and that's why every every competitor has that logo on them. You can't take a photo of them and use it for commercial gain without paying the trademark fee. Only, only Man, a news it's a racket. It's a racket. Speaking of rackets, you want to talk about the uh, um, Persons of the Year Award. We were talking about that off the air earlier. And, um, you know, for those of you who don't know, Time Magazine every year since uh, the 30s has done uh, Person of the Year. And actually for a long time, it was Man of the Year, I think. And here's a nice little bit of trivia. Charles Lindbergh was the first one. To be named. Uh, I'm not sure if that was before after his baby was kidnapped or something, but definitely for a solo flight. And so for the 2017 Time Magazine Persons of the Year, it is the Silence Breakers. And these are all the people who have come forward in the wake of the allegations. Now let's talk about the Person of the Year because Time has a very, you know, it's not like the particularly the best at something. For instance, uh, past... Uh, winners, I guess, you know, include, you know, Lindbergh, Gandhi, uh, every president pretty much known to mankind, sometimes multiple times. Roosevelt was the first one. Um, now, Adolf Hitler, I'm a, Joseph Stalin. These so were, they always give it to an existing thing, right? It isn't like... 
It's for that year. For that year, anybody could it be? It could be an object. It could be eventually became objects uh, uh, or groups. So first off, you know, in the fifties, uh, it was the Hungarian freedom fighters. Then uh, there was a year where it was U.S. scientists or the Apollo eight astronauts. But then, or good Samaritans. Uh, then in nineteen eighty eight, this is kind of funny. It was the endangered Earth was the person of the year. Now think about it. that's nineteen eighty eight. When there was the doom and gloom back then, it was acid rain and ozone hole and stuff. And we're a few years later, and by golly, we're still here. Um, I do love that in uh, 2005, it was Good Samaritans, which is cool. 2007 was Putin, you know, uh, the arch enemy of the United States. Well, I mean, I feel like if you have Adolf Hitler as... But no, he wasn't done as a bad guy, though. What's I'm saying? If you have him as person of the year, the uh, the judgment doesn't really... Exactly. Well, that's the thing. And it's, it's uh, 2007, it was Putin. In 2008, it was uh, Obama. And again, in 2012... Was Donald Trump ever it? Was he yes, last year? he was last year's. And the computer was actually a, a, a late thing. Here's 1993, is the Peacemakers. So, and in 2002, the Whistleblowers. So this whole silence breakers is very much in the norm. So I know people on both sides are going to get freaked out. Oh, it's a liberal agenda. Oh, it's the conservative. Uh, you know, it's this is Time Magazine. This is one magazine's attempt to. This is like the their version of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. You know, this is the one that's going to sell the most copies because it's got a, a, a big picture on the cover. Uh, protesters, Zuckerberg, you know, it's all over the map. But I'm a, not opposed to the silence breakers being named persons of the year. But Dick, you were, you had kind of a counterpoint Well, we talked that. about that. I was, cause it's like, again, it's a big reach. It's everything encompassing what's going on. And I'm glad the article goes in a lot more detail. So that's really good. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage people to check it out, but it kind of, it's, it gives reason for people to act a certain way and without acting with their head. They're acting with their emotions. The knee-jerk reaction that I always and rant it, about. Especially with people who are political figures or somewhat important to the community. Because, like, the, I guess the biggest example I can give you is the Moore deal in Alabama, which is still going on. And mm -hmm. when are they going to vote? When does that vote happen? Can it just go and do it? <laughs> it's, it's right around the corner. Well, that's just one of the biggest arguments I have about this. Uh, I mean, even though Time magazine might not say anything about it, but for this particular instance— it's a horrible thing happening on both sides if you're accusing or the accused. Mm -hmm. And it's just one of those things that won't work itself out. You won't get what what is right. The truth won't prevail. Unless there's a smoking gun that only ends up in the movies. The, the battle lines have been drawn and, and no one's going to cross them. And that's how people are going to remember this circumstance. And it's going to be unfortunate for both sides. I mean, look at the women who had to deal with Bill Clinton for so long and who, you know, periodically throughout you know, every five years you hear about them. Yeah. And these are the ones that were, you know, there was a campaign to destroy these women, um, you know, by Mrs. Clinton. Uh, first, she's on the air saying it's a vast right. Now, was that conspiracy. proven or? Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, she's on the air saying it's a vast right wing conspiracy, but enough people have come out of uh, former. That's the problem when you're kind of a taskmaster boss. You have unhappy employees. They're going to write tell alls. And you got to take all those with the grain of salt. But when enough people say that's a duck, sooner or later, you got to accept the fact that it may be a duck. And um, that these women were paid for, uh, uh, paid off, or, you know, were under, uh, staffers were under orders to destroy them, you know, destroy their credibility uh, to get rid of them. And this is, unfortunately, it's, you know, the whole Bill Clinton thing, it, it, it was like a badly kept secret. It, it's, it's 
the whole thing was he was impeached for lying to Congress. And that's what's kind of funny right now because he got a pass. He's still like the, the darling of, of that party. But we have uh, someone, you know, lying to the FBI idiotically in the stupidest thing ever. And, it, oh, he must be destroyed, you know. And, you know, we have the Mueller investigation going on, and it's, man, it's become very far-reaching, you know, asking for Deutsche Bank records from 20 years ago for business loans that, you know, if there's a if there's any name on, on these bank papers that end with a Donovich or something, uh, then they're, they're going for it. And the whole investigation is based on a false dossier. So interesting. I would like to, you know, Trump every day seems to be saying, bring it, bring it. I hope it doesn't bite him. You know what I'm saying? If someone is, is if you know that you're clear of any wrongdoing, then you can be, hey, bring it uh, on. That's the thing about the, the Moore thing. He's refusing to step down. He's like, I'm going to open my own investigation. Uh, I, I, earlier I said I do miss the days of presumption of innocence and due process. And everyone's like, oh, if you uh, endorse uh, this guy, you, you endorse pedophilia. Well, nothing's been proven. Now, it's, it's the second something's proven, I'm all about it. But until then, you got to use the words like alleged. And that's what media is not doing a lot of anymore. Um, and... So it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, with more all, women are coming forward, nothing from this century, this millennium, nothing's proven. Uh, and he's already been hung out. You got Conyers, on the other hand, who is stepping down. I mean, he says, okay, there's a little bit more bite to that. Well, one. that's what I, was, I mentioned, like the Hollywood folks, you get a Weinstein who apologizes, does all these things, and then like says he's going to rehab. And I'm like, okay, so it's not... It's not an admission of guilt, but it it's accepted that it is. Because he didn't say all this is true. Did he? Did he ever say no, that? No, the only one, ironically, who came right out and said, yep, this is it, is Louis C.K. Everyone else is like, well, parts of this, even Matt Lauer, well, some of this well, is I made up. I apologize that this happened. Enough of this is first. there to, you know, or I... I I would never do that, but if I did, I apologize, or I have no recollection of my drunken days in the, you know, back when I was in my 30s. So there's a lot of non, you know, very carefully worded. But Louis C.K., I can't say I got to give him props, but he is the only one who said, yep, every word, he actually said, every word is true. Everything they're saying is true about me. And here's the thing. He's no longer in the headline. He faced it. He may have culpa. It was well, like that it, baseball I, thing where the well, guy. Well, I think, like I said, it's that it's these these papers have too much to cover, and there's too little due diligence available to them because of what happens tomorrow. What do we have to release first? Mm -hmm. And getting these exclusives, I mean, it's going to be real hard for papers to be singled out as a great publication because there's so many chances to mess up, and uh, especially with. Uh, the allegation stuff, because now it's just taken as anyone could call them and say, hey, this happened. This person did this. My name is so-and-so. And then that's what they report. Like, oh, they called the office. They, this, this is what the you know the sources say. And there you go. That's it. Well, two things have happened recently that give me kind of a, a glimmer of hope there, Dick. Uh, one of them is the uh, Brian uh, Harris thing where the head of ABC News is just beyond upset about Oh, you can be all, yeah, you can be upset all you want, man. But no, he, no, I think he's going to put his money where his mouth is. I don't think Harris is going to be coming back because this, this news boss was, we're supposed to be taken seriously and you just put that back. 
So between that and between, ironically, that um, fringe conservative group, uh, Veritas now, or what, what are they called, um, who tried to get the Washington Post to convince them of a fake story, and the Washington Post actually did their business, uh, did, did their duty, did their due diligence, and said, hey, this is bad info, this is, this is a lie, and caught them at it. So I'm ecstatic that there was a catastrophic failure from this conservative group to try and get this paper to do the wrong thing. It well, showed the paper it, was it, on it. It also shows you all the hands are going to be into this into this thing. And right. It's like you just can't you can't clearly look through it. Right. It's hard. Like it, it, there's not. There, it's I don't know how to say it. Looking through a glass darkly. Yeah. Something little, like little that. biblical something thing. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Well, you're listening to Morning's Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We're going to take a quick break here. Uh, not quick break, sorry. We're going to do a song break. If you have a song request, uh, that's it. This is the last one. So Your last chance today. Make it count. So deal with it. Uh, we are sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. CleanSweepOfficeCleaning.com for more info. And Conroe Coffee. They make the coffee that Conroe loves to drink. Visit ConroeCoffee.com. Thank you, Sean. We'll be back after a couple tunes. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.